This is a show about getting spooked for fun, and neither one of the hosts are associated with the attractions discussed in any way. Except for those skeletons in Devin's closet. Some topics may go from ghoulish to ghastly, so viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to The Great American Scream. O'Connell, quarterback of the New York guys, you just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do now? I'm going to Hong Kong Disneyland. Uh, wow. Okay. Usually it's a bit closer than that, but that's fine. Uh, Why you know Hong what? Kong Disneyland? Because, and I'm very sad about this, that unfortunately due to uh, COVID-19 concerns, Walt Disney World had to cancel their annual Halloween party this year. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's for the best. It is the safest thing they could be doing besides not opening the parks. Um, but I completely understand why they had to do it. Um, but we will uh, mourn the loss of this year's uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which we've all we're all familiar with uh, Mickey's Not So Scary. A delightful evening in the Magic Kingdom full of characters and costumes and trick or treating where cast members literally hand you two full handfuls of candy every trick-or-treat stop you go to and you get a lot of candy yeah um, that's um, by the way this is the great american screen my name is yeah Devin welcome Wright. hi my name is adam o'connell uh, um, sorry we're talking that I, about I did. hong kong disneyland's haunted mazes adam after winning the super bowl kind of went on a tirade <laughs> about disneyland i have a question about mickey's not so scary <laughs> halloween party yeah um i'm guessing that you're given like little pumpkin like mickey shaped pumpkin baskets but you, can i do what i used to do bag. oh i as kids we always used our pillowcases hell yeah baby you can bring whatever you want okay sweet <laughs> there uh i used to see guests all the time who would have the reusable shopping bags and that was honestly more reminiscent of the amount of candy you would amass by the end of this evening yeah. and for the ticket cost of getting into this event that is warranted but yeah. um but it's filled with some good old fashioned Halloween family fun. I have very fond memories of Not So Scary of meeting my favorite characters like Jack and Sally, who I cannot meet during the rest of the year. Enjoying my favorite parade of all time, uh, Boo to You, which is the best parade that Disney's ever made. Um, that is not wow. an opinion. That is a fact. <laughs> oh, my God. However, that is not what we are going to be talking about today. Okay, what what are we? What we what will, are we going to talk about, Adam? We will be talking about the dark side of Disney Halloween, the stuff Ooh. that is deemed too spooky for the American parks. Because did you know that Hong Kong Disneyland's Halloween party is way more Halloween Horror Nights than Not So Scary? Ooh, this sounds like a kind of. Now you're going to jump into a watch mojo. Here are the top ten <laughs> top ways that. <laughs> It kind of is, but this is kind of the one way. Um, so, yes, uh, Hong Kong Disneyland uh, does a Halloween event. It's part of their uh, regular daily ops in the Halloween season. It's not a party. But what makes it, it's, it's mostly the same deal as the rest of the parks with special food, special parades, characters and costumes, candy, special merch. The one big difference is that Hong Kong Disneyland every year does a haunted maze like Halloween Ooh. Horror Nights. Kind of like now, a like a like a horn maze, but like no, like a Halloween Horror Nights maze, like oh, an like inside. A yes, 
Okay. They call them haunted mazes there for whatever okay. particular reason. But uh, so we call it corn. Little history about uh, Hong Kong Disneyland. The park opened on September 12, 2005. It's the largest theme park in Hong Kong, uh, but the smallest capacity wise of all the Disney parks. It's got a capacity of, I believe, like 34,000, which uh, for comparison is a averagely slow day at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that's so it's about half the capacity. Um, yeah, Hong Kong Disneyland is kind of a sad story in and of itself, but yeah. Yes, but uh, so Hong Kong Disneyland started doing uh, Halloween stuff the year after it opened. Um, it is part of the daily ops. You don't need a special party ticket to go. Anybody with a regular day ticket can go. Um, but like I said, they include haunted mazes as part of their uh, Halloween event. Definitely not on the level of like Halloween Horror Nights. They are definitely no still human blender. No, unfortunately, um, but definitely scarier than what you would find in the Magic Kingdom or Disneyland, California. Mickey um, Mouse's human blender. So we are going to take a look at some of the haunted mazes that Hong Kong Disneyland has come up with. Um, and note that a lot of these are actually more like guided tours through these houses with cast members ushering groups of guests around for different show scenes. So you're not just kind of walking straight through. You're kind of stopped to watch something happen and then you're brought into the next room and stuff instead yeah. of the typical like walking through things pop out. You keep going for that. Yeah. So the first of these haunted mazes to appear in the parks was the Main Street Haunted Hotel. Now, um, Walt, for uh, the original concept of Disneyland, has had always played with the idea of a haunted building being on Main Street USA, but eventually decided against it uh, because it didn't kind of match the small town friendly kind of feel that he wanted for Main Street USA. Yeah. And most Disneyland's... I mean, most small towns have haunted stuff in them, but, but Disney yeah, was like, exactly. not, in my, not in my Main Street. Most... Um, Disneyland parks have the same formula of some kind of Main Street USA leading up to a castle, even if it's not particularly culturally relevant. It's not always called Main Street yeah. USA. Sometimes it's called something else, but it's kind of basically the same formula, um, but eventually decided not to. So this kind of uh, fulfilled one of those uh, concepts that never made it to a final park. It's sort of a beautiful marriage between the Haunted Mansion and the Tower of Terror, but as a walkthrough attraction and on Main Street, hmm. um, it took a lot that of Adam can actually experience the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. It's unlike Tower of Terror in that I can walk through the whole thing. Um, it took a lot of rejected Haunted Mansion concepts, notably, notably a scene with a corpse in a bathtub that pops out at guests that was originally deemed too scary for the Haunted Mansion. And I think that's I, fair. Yeah. Yeah. Who saw that coming? Um, but also included some concepts that were uh, in the ride, like a ghost bride and changing portraits and uh, things like that. Um, Hong Kong Disneyland doesn't have a Haunted Mansion attraction. It has Mystic it has Manor. way better. Yeah, yeah, Mystic Manor, which is, well, okay, better is a strong word. Mystic oh Manor God. is great. <laughs> no, you know how I feel about the Haunted Mansion. But, oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think they're both equally good in totally different ways. You can't compare them because they're not meant to right, be compared, you different. know? different, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the story tells of Victoria Maxwell, a ghost uh, who I believe died in the late 1800s who still haunts the hotel and looks for uh, fresh victims to walk in. As opposed um, to like rotten, stinky old victims. Old ones. So uh, you would enter this hotel and walk down this narrow passageway where you see the changing portraits, kind of Haunted Mansion style. Um, and a piano playing by itself in the lobby and a rocking chair with nobody in it, which are also uh, Haunted Mansion things. 
Uh, passing by the front desk, uh, guests are startled by a, con- a cast member as a concierge and also a head in a potted plant, which is pretty cool. Ooh, um, you go fun. to the ho- you go to the hotel bar and the library um, and then a corpse lunges at you from behind a portrait. Um, and then a cast member opens a bookcase to reveal a secret passageway into an elevator. Oh, halfway no, that's where up, Adam gets out. Halfway up the elevator, the lights go out and the doors open. And you're at a garden. Don't know the anatomy yeah. of this hotel, much like the hotel in The Shining. The anatomy yeah, of this I mean, hotel makes no sense. If an elevator goes up halfway and then opens and you leave it safely, it's gone up all the way. <laughs> um. So uh, a cast member uh, in the room points up to reveal a man hanging from the ceiling of the garden. Oh, no. Of the uh, garden. I guess oh, maybe it's like, it's like, like a, a like a yeah, like an indoor, okay. like a trellis. Um, but uh, another automation effect. Um, guests then enter a long hallway at the end of which uh, is a wardrobe with the apparition of Victoria Maxwell materializing oh. in front of it. Um, then you go to a bedroom. The bed opens up like a trap door and a corpse springs out and startles you. Oh, my God. Um, then you go to the bathroom where the corpse in the tub comes into play. Um, then uh, you enter a bakery, which I guess is part of this hotel. That's a nice yeah. that's a nice feature. Um, and then an angry ghost chef. Opens uh, a window and start. I don't know what he's angry about, but Marie, opens, <laughs> the, the baguette. Um, he startles the guests. And then finally, you come upon a secret laboratory. There is a man inside a cage uh, who is running a metal pipe against the bars. The who cage, gave him a metal pipe. This cage suddenly glows and the man is electrocuted. Ah. And that's the end of the house. Oh, OK. That's a pretty abrupt ending. They go now go to a gift shop and they have like little cages with dudes in them that you can buy <laughs> um yeah this Bathtub. uh this was the first one they did it ran from 2007 to 2011 uh so it did exist at one point at the same time as other ones they're usually for the event yeah. it's just the one house um but then the second house that opened the following year and ran at the same time was called demon jungle i'm in it i'm so in right away <laughs> So Demon Jungle was located in Adventureland and it was kind of a uh, Indiana Jones sort of temple explorer themed thing uh, as a cursed temple with mummies, corpses and okay, spiders yeah. and other things. Um, it also Some, had one like, of those weird, inaccurate meshing of like Egyptian and Mayan. Yes, precisely. Yeah. Um, it also had one of those cool spinning vortex tunnel things where, you know, like it's the hallway and the thing is swirling around you and you step on it and you're like, oh, you, you know? know where else that is? Um, Ripley's Believe It or Not. And uh, Poseidon's Fury. Oh, it is a Poseidon's Fury. <laughs> um, uh, and in the story of this house, I couldn't find a lot on this house. But uh, from what I found of the story, uh, treasure hunters set up a camp on a sacred burial ground, which, of course, pissed off all the ghosts. And so yeah. they're taking out their vengeance on you, the guests. I also think this one might have been an actual maze, as in there were like dead ends and like extra things and you can find. Some but guests never got out. <laughs> I cannot confirm this uh, to find out. Um, but I want to take this moment also to do a shout out to another cool thing that Hong Kong does for Halloween. They did this for their 2015 season where they gave. Uh, so often Disney will do. Um, overlays for rides for the holiday season. It's yeah. mostly done in the Disneyland uh, 
than California parks because they cater mostly to locals. But because uh, locals don't mind if like the Haunted Mansion gets reskinned for Nightmare Before Christmas because right. Whereas at they're gonna, Disney World, you're going like once, quote unquote, once in a lifetime. So you want to be able to yeah. ride Haunted Mansion. Exactly. But um, Disney World did them in the past couple of years for their Halloween events. They um, added some live actors to Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, and they also uh, did some of them do Haunted Mansion, uh, Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy, where it's kind of a, a retheme to be That's chased cool. by a space ghost or in Disney World. Space ghost they, coast to coast. They turn off all of the attraction lights, even the stars and the planets and stuff. So you're riding in complete pitch darkness. Nice. Um, but so in Hong Kong, they do a jungle cruise. Yes, Demon overlay. Jungle River Cruise. Demon Jungle Called, River Cruise. Uh, jungle River Cruise. Curse of the Emerald Trinity. Um, so during the ride, guests are seeking out a legendary set of jewels called the Emerald Trinity. Immor- it says, quote, immortality is the reward for escaping the jungle with one stone. The legend goes a fate worse than death, however, is the price for failure. Oh, my God. So it's revealed during your cruise that so you're you're basically chasing after this like this rival of Indiana Jones who has stolen one of them. But then when you go into the um, the temple part of the ride where you they they, they like make the altar for where the, the emerald should be, you see that there's actually two emeralds missing and your skipper reveals that they have uh. the second emerald. So you are now being chased by the, the spirits of the jungle. So it includes um, projection mapping to light up the dark attraction with these like bioluminescent greens for the emeralds. Um, they also I think this is the wildest part. The hippo pool part, which is already a little scary on the normal right. attraction during the day with a big open mouth hippos popping out of the water. The hippo pool is now populated with skeletal vine zombies that begin oh. to attack the boat. That's so cool. Skeletal vine zombies is such a cool idea. Yeah, this whole thing sounds metal as all hell. Imagine being a skipper on the normal Jungle Cruise and then getting to do this. Imagine having to memorize a whole second script. (laughs) That's great. But yeah, this is great. Um, Demon Jungle River Cruise. Yeah, that was only around for one season in 2015. Uh, but there's videos of it all the way through on YouTube if you want to watch. Nice. Um, the next house I will talk about is The Revenge of the Headless Horseman, which ran from 2011 to 2014. It replaced the Demon Jungle uh, house. And it was set it up as a member of the Adventurers Club, who is a secret organization whose storyline spans across all of the Disney parks. Um, they used to have their own club in downtown Disney that you could go to and uh hang out it was like a bar it was really fun unfortunately not there anymore with the disney springs expansion um but so a member of the club has claimed to found the head of the headless horseman um and then presented it to uh thaddeus oswald's amazing traveling sideshow which has obviously upset the horseman yeah wait can i do a little sidebar here adam and i are both from uh from downstate new york kind of hudson valley did you grow up uh kind of uh, being afraid of the headless horseman a bit more than normal people because we lived near Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I knew the kind of whole Irvington Sleepy Hollow like lore. I've been to the headless horseman haunted hayride there. Yeah, I don't think I was ever. I moved here later in life, so I don't think I was ever like right. afraid afraid. But I I have been involved in the culture. <laughs> oh, it is. Let me tell you, the Hudson Valley does not have that much culture. 
It's basically just Storm King Art Center and the Sleepy yeah. Hollow uh, Headless Horseman Hayride. We don't but play around with the Headless Horseman here. That's a big deal. I used to be like, like me as a little gangly New Yorker. I was like, I make a bod crane. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um, and to this day, Devin has never ridden a horse out of fear. Never. <laughs> Not once. Um, so there's a couple of more uh, Haunted Mansion nods in this house. It's another one I really couldn't find too much on. Apparently it was super popular, but they uh, they took some borrowed audio from the attraction, which I mean, this is smart because since Hong Kong Disneyland doesn't have a Haunted Mansion, they yeah. can use whatever they want. And it's all new to the get the right. regular guests there. Um, there was also a scene with a floating head in a crystal ball. Which the horseman would then, like Madame Leota, which the horseman yeah. would then smash and leave no! the head like gasping for air. Madam, I know. Um, but that's all I have on the headless horseman. Another one oh, right. uh, that became popular on the same years was the Graves Academy, which I'm ran glad from I 20- came by with a sidebar so that we could expand yeah. that. <laughs> 2012 to 2014, I uh, replaced the Main Street Haunted Hotel. Uh, it is told the story of the Graves Academy headed by Principal Graves, who is recruiting students for his academy and then secretly turning them into evil creatures. Ooh, uh, I this can sounds only like find... a season of The Descendants on this <laughs> a bad one. I, I mean, I can only find one. two uh, examples of rooms in this house. One of a classroom scene with students that had their mouths soon uh, sewn shut um, out of, for talking out of turn. And another scene with like a demented cafeteria with some kind of crazy lunch lady. Um, Ooh, I like that. Like in yeah. Danny Phantom, the lunch oh, ghost. Yeah, the lunch yeah. ghost. Um, and there was also a statue of the founder, Alistair Graves, outside of the Academy, which would come to life at night and his eyes would glow red. And he would turn his head to look neat. at people, which is very neat. Um, but this is all just kind of a, a segue to bring us into... Um, the true kind of, I think, spirit of Hong Kong Disneyland Halloween, the nightmare experiment. Ooh. So this is like the granddaddy of all of the Hong Kong Disneyland mazes. Okay. It is the crossover event of the century. It had it all. Avengers Endgame, eat your heart out. Yeah, nothing compared to this. So uh, the way that it works is guests would arrive at the Royal Laboratory for the scientific study of phantasmagorium phenomena. You love or hate Disney, their ability to come up with stuff like that is unparalleled. I know. Like, I, I DM, right? And I have to keep a list of names of people yeah. next to me because if a player comes across like an NPC that I don't know the name of, I'll go, Carol, like, they, <laughs> I have nothing else. <laughs> See, I do that when I DM, but that becomes their real name. So you have, yeah, like, totally. Harold and Jimmy and Cheryl and... <laughs> Deborah in this like fantasy realm yeah but so um disney unparalleled coming up with these crazy names so you go to this laboratory and you uh meet professor jt Wu, who is the head of the nightmare experiment project and he announces that he has found a portal that will transport guests into disney's most nightmarish realms it's song of the south oh god so first, the room fills with fog and you are escorted into the first room. You arrive at the Louisiana Bayou for Princess and the Frog, where oh, a woman, so cool. a woman in a, a masquerade mask greets you and inspects the guests to make sure they, are, they didn't bring anything that would mess up the, the voodoo ritual. Um, and then she takes her mask off to reveal that she has like a bald head and these like red veins running down her face. And then she brings you into Dr. Facilier's uh, like his 
uh, voodoo. I don't want to call it a lab, but his like, yeah, his, his voodoo, his place. Yeah, his his pad. Yeah, like a frog. Uh. Um, anyway, so uh, you are there, and Doctor Facilier greets you, uh, and then begins one That's of his nice voodoo of performances. He summons a faceless shadow demon, who then holds up like a blanket, and then makes Facilier disappear. Ah. Uh. But then he is summoned a shadow demon just to help him to do leave. a magic trick. That's great. I, I well, I like the concept of summoning a shadow demon to help me leave a place that I don't want to be. Yeah, I do that at because then you um, you amaze everyone with your cool magic trick, and then you don't have yeah. to be there anymore. Yeah. Um. But then, before anything else can happen, Jack Sparrow in his uh skeleton form, like he's been cursed. Yeah, the cool. Yeah. Yeah, kicks down the door and. Uh. Motions for guests to follow him into the Fort Charles prison. So you follow him in where you see the skeletal remains of several pirates, including one who has hanged himself in despair. One skeleton comes to life and jumps out at guests before Jack escorts them out and brings them to safety. Okay. Now. We are in Sid Phillips room. What? Toy Story Sid Phillips. Oh, my God. We have been shrunk down to a toy size and we are surrounded by all of his mutant toys who come. The first one that comes to life is like the big baby one who the vest on with so the stro- spider legs. Uh, I don't know if it's a spider leg one, because this one, the strobe, the spider legs one is there. But okay. there's another one with like a baby head that strobe light starts and it pops to life, kind of expecting it to scare you, but he just kind of starts boogieing and then shaking yeah. guests' hands and all the toys are, like, really excited. They're, like, a little scary. Like, the legs one with the fishing right. pole and the... But they're all really excited to see you, so they're, like, yeah, shaking guests' hands and dancing. I love, I love Sid's toys. There's nothing inherently malicious about them, truly, yeah. except that they look a little creepy, but then... They just want to boogie down. Just yeah. Wanna... But then, you arrive in Wonderland... And it's Tim Burton's Wonderland right. based on the, the, the remake. Movies and they just show you the movie and you're as like, ah, no! to the original movie, because the original movie isn't that scary. Um, but this is where it goes down. So the white rabbit uh, escorts guests to an asylum located inside the Red Queen's castle. And inside this padded cell is the Mad Hatter. Um, a la Johnny Depp with the red hair and the whatever. Um, okay. but so, uh, uh, hey, I two see Johnny Depp's in the same one in the same two one, Johnny Depp's. No, it's Where Jack was, Sparrow. Oh, and yeah, the right. Hatter. <laughs> um, but so, uh, uh, a care, uh, a uh, cast member plant is selected to then go inside the cell and the Hatter seats the guest air quote mm-hmm. at the head of the table and serves them tea until he starts shouting that he hears voices and the voices are telling him that this guest would look great without a head. So he takes a knife off of the table and like raises it like Sunni Todd style and prepares to decapitate the guests. But then suddenly a drop curtain falls inside the cell. So guests can't see uh, inside anymore. And then a red siren starts blaring and guests are quickly escorted out by the red, uh, by the, uh, the, the rabbit. Bob Iger comes out and goes, I'm so sorry for this. You'll all get refunds. Um, and then you've arrived back in the laboratory, which has overheated and is now on fire. <laughs> what? And, Get out uh, now. Wu's assistants carefully escort you out as Wu uh, fights to put out the fire and quickly thanks you for coming as the 
the assistants escort you out. And that is the nightmare experiment. Yeah. Woo. This is a perfect attraction. <laughs> That's so good. But what if I told you it was so good they had to do it again? <laughs> I just did a spit take. What? And uh, oh, the, so the original Nightmare Experiment uh, ran in 2016. So then in 2017, they uh, did Maze of Madness. The Nightmare Experiment continues. Ooh. Nightmare Experiment 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yay. And not in the shitty way that Internet people say Boogaloo. This is real. No, this is exciting. So uh, Woo is uh, the police are after him for conducting this nightmarish experiments. But he has oh, been no. lost in an unknown dreamscape. So uh, one of okay. Wu's assistants brings Guest in and tells him that he's found the portal and that guests need to go in and help find Wu. But he lets out a maniacal laugh as guests go through this portal. So, oh, no. First, we arrive in uh, Stromboli's caravan from Pinocchio, the like puppet guy. Oh, yeah. Um, where we are welcomed by a clown. Bad news. I'm out. First thing we see is a clown. Um, And we see that there are like decaying puppets on the wall. And Uh. Pinocchio, who is chained up on the stage and being forced to perform with like these pull strings. Um, And then he asks guests for help. But the clown quickly like shushes him and then ushers guests out. And you don't save Pinocchio. That's so cool. This reminds me of uh, when Epic Mickey was starting to come out. And oh, yeah, uh, a lot of concept art got leaked, which sucked because like. It wasn't it was never actually going to be included in Epic Mickey. It was just kind of what the designers, the designers wanted to find the worst stuff and see where Disney would draw the line. But it like reminds me of like that cool, like. Dark Disney that a bunch of people are into. It's just neat. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, the next room we go into is uh, Monster Inc.'s Scare Floor F. Oh, uh, the, a, sh- a home run. <laughs> yeah. The CDA arrives and they, they realize that the guests are human and therefore contaminants uh, and then try and force them to go through Boo's door back to the human 2319. world. We have a but then Roz appears over the loudspeaker, announces uh, that the humans have actually escaped to Monstropolis, the city. So the CDA disperses and you... Um, are able to pass through into the next room. Uh, we are back in Wonderland. Oh, great. At the Mad Hatter's hat shop this time, which I didn't realize existed. Like, I know he's a hatter. Yeah. But I didn't realize he's a that he had a, like a storefront. Oh, that's good for him. <laughs> um, but we do a pretty sh- similar shtick as the first one, uh, where instead of it being like a padded asylum, it's like this dentist chair that's in the, the milliner shop where he brings the, the cast member plant in and tries different hats on them. And he's like, oh, the voices tell me you would look great without a head. Ah, and then. Yeah, just kind of, you, you know, it's an old yeah. classic. People want yeah, to play it again. It, it, it ain't broke. Don't fix it. Yeah. Um, but then uh, we are escorted to the Beast Castle. Uh, one rose petal fall too late. Uh, you are greeted by a bunch of suits of armor and one of them comes to life and implores guests to find the enchanted rose. But you see it at the top of the staircase and you see the last petal fall. And as it does, you watch the suit of armor turn into an inanimate statue in front of your very eyes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a too late. Situation. Like, you know how in uh, the remake, 
um, they actually had the moment where they like turned into yeah. objects and then they were freed that the animated movie didn't do. It's kind of like that. Yeah, that's really cool. I think it's, and then in the final scene of this one, uh, you're in the underworld from Hercules where okay. Hades appears with a captive Professor Wu and he convinces guests that Wu is guilty of all the nightmares we've seen. Like everything is happening because of Wu's invention. And then he threatens to hold the guest prisoner with his like demons and stuff. Um, but then uh, he rele- Wu says, like, you can release them in exchange for me. So Hades frees all of the guests in exchange to keep Wu captive inside the underworld forever. The greatest a, twist of this is presenting Hades as like, as like actually <laughs> doing his job. Yeah. Um, and as a final scare, one of like the underworld dead pops out at guests to scare them before you exit the attraction. And that is the end of the second nightmare experiment. Now Very I good. do, I do have some sad news about the nightmare experiment. Oh, it has unfortunately been axed and has not been in since 2017. Uh, it was replaced in 2018 with Journey to Halloween Town, not the Disney Channel movie. Yeah, man, I got so no. excited. <laughs> but it's the town from Nightmare Before Christmas. No, no. What? Boo. Give Wait, me Marty talked- and, and <laughs> Debbie Reynolds So and the taxi driver who's a skeleton. The- wasn't uh, Lucas uh, from High School Rabiel? Musical? Yeah, yeah wasn't he, he was in the third only, one? He was only in Halloween Town High. He was in the third one, right? Yeah, Halloween Town High is the third one, and he was also in Return to Halloween Town, which is the fourth one. Oh God, there's so many. Okay, but we anyway, should, we this should is do not an episode that. that I that I host about all how good all the Halloween towns are. Anyway, this is not about that one. This is about the Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, so it kind of takes a turn now towards the more family friendly as this attraction was instated to celebrate the uh, 25th anniversary of the movie. It, despite not being scary, though, it is as a walkthrough attraction. Absolutely stunning. The whole thing is on YouTube. You can watch this, too. And you can watch the Nightmare Experiment ones. Um, but uh, it's uh, a perfect recreation of like the town square when you first come in. With See, the- when I saw that, I thought it was a perfect recreation of Halloween Town. no. It's uh, you have like the animatronic zombie band and the mayor with his like twisting head drives out in his hearse car and welcomes everybody in the town square. And then we go to Dr. Uh, Finkelstein's Finkelstein's Finkelstein's. Oh, God, I haven't watched the movie in a while. Yeah. Uh, Into his lab where we meet Sally, who asks guests to help her add ingredients to a potion before she's caught by uh, Finkelstein. And she ushers the guests out before they get in trouble. Uh, then we are taken to town hall to meet Jack, where he gives his speech from the movie about Christmas. Yeah. So you, you know, know I like played, s- you know, I played Jack the skeleton uh, in a in a Christmas special at my high school once. And a- <laughs> okay, tell no, tell me more. <laughs> uh, I was in like two scenes because I didn't want to be Jack, but that's what I was decided to be. Who and would you have rather been? Bit anyone else. <laughs> I didn't write the skit. They all wrote the skits and I wasn't there. And I had this big rubber head that you couldn't hear me through. And okay, that's fair. my friend at the time, uh, who had also ended up being my prom date, was Sally. That's and it was, cute, though. Yeah, they gave most of the lines to her because they could tell that I wasn't really into it. <laughs> um, Sally writes, but uh, uh, yeah, but you, you get to sit in like the 
this, the benches and stuff like in the town hall from the movie and get to like watch the speech with the effects and stuff. It's really cool. Um, and then you uh, are intercepted by Lock, Shock and Barrel oh. who have, I guess, captive as prisoner and then a guest. Yeah. Um, and we are then taken to Oogie Boogie's lair. Oh, where I he love torments, that part of Kingdom Hearts. Where Oogie he, tor- he torments the guests with his wheel of like his roulette wheel of punishments. Yeah. But then Jack arrives to save the day and free all the guests. And then that is the end of the maze. And that maze has been around for two years. Um, We don't know if Hong Kong is going to have a Halloween event this year, but it's possible it'll make a return if they do, or they could be doing a new one. Yeah. Um, But yeah, these are Hong Kong Disneyland's haunted mazes. I, for one, would love to see these come to the American parks. I don't think they ever would. Yeah. I, I think they they represent like a kind of uh, people talk about this like kind of stagnation that the Disney parks went through over I would say a period of like five years ago to fifteen years ago this like kind of slow period for the Imagineers and it seems like Hong Kong and like Shanghai and Tokyo kind of took the reins of doing really interesting stuff a lot because of the Oriental Land Company being the main people in some of them but. Like, I, I feel like the American side of the parks is like kind of coming back and like really hitting a stride. Mm-hmm. And I think like something like this seems like something they would do. That yeah, I could see it. Um, I know for um, because especially Walt Disney World is so focused on outsider tourism rather than locals. Right. Like, I could see this happening at Disneyland, California. I think yeah, it'll be it seems a while. Like a very Disneyland thing to do. Yeah, I feel like it'd be a while before anything happened in well, Disney World. Yeah. And also because I know for uh, the smaller parks, parks with less capacity and less people that come every year, they're more willing to take these big risks like this. Right. Because um, they know they're going to be at capacity most of the time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and they would risk like alienating certain guests if they did it right. to a big scale in American Park. But I would love to see him try. Like, I think yeah. these are really cool especially the nightmare experiment ones because then it's not just like a halloween horror nights like taking an uh creating right. a new story you're taking these kind of like disney properties and these right. are all for the most part things that happen in the movies except for the wonderland stuff yeah. and uh a little bit of the pinocchio stuff but um i could see them giving that a shot and especially with the journey to halloween town one i could absolutely yeah. see them putting that in yeah, it seems like uh, I think that Disney parks are starting to. I, uh, I'm going to say care less, but that's not what I mean uh, about alienating certain populations in terms of in terms of this kind of stuff, because I think they're kind of realizing there's a diehard park part of their fandom that has never really existed before or yeah. did, but they didn't realize it. And mm-hmm. that would love stuff like this. Totally. So they should do it. Yeah, I would love to see him do it. Um, if you've ever been to one of these, please uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. And also, uh, there's videos of a lot of these on YouTube. I think both the Nightmare Experiments and Journey to Halloween Town all have like full walkthroughs on YouTube. So go check them out. Yeah, do that. Other than that, that'll be it for this episode 23 of The Great American Scream. If you enjoyed it, please leave a rate and review on whatever podcast whatever podcatcher you happen to use if you're on spotify be sure to click that follow button it helps spotify know that we're a 
new show that's gaining some traction and i think we are which is very exciting uh and if you want to help us the most you can tell a friend about the show it's the best way to spread the word adam can you pimp our social medias please yeah totally if uh you would like to follow us on twitter we are there at great screen pod we are also on facebook at the great american scream uh if there is something you would like us to talk about on the show you can tweet at us or post using the hashtag tgas and uh like devin said as we have been kind of uh getting an audience i want to say thanks to everybody who uh tunes in to listen yeah thank you so much it's so much fun um yeah i i never dreamed that this podcast would have an actual audience and now we're like kind of starting to get one yeah so, and it's it's been so much fun to make it anyway so it's nice to see that other people are enjoying consuming it yeah d- reach out tell us what else you want to hear about yeah and thanks for listening. other than that my name is devin wright my name is adam o'connell and hopefully you have been spooked spooked by Professor Wu and the Nightmare Experiment. Professor Wu and Hades dragging him to hell for real, <laughs> actual hell. Hell. <laughs>